you are cordially invited to the manor in the woods, where an evening of discussion is being held by the O'Brien siblings. Catherine, the encyclopedia, Carolyn, the bookworm, Madeline, the wild card, and Mackenzie, the eclectic. Join them in the study where there will be talk of murder, robbery, deception, and conveniently cloaked figures. So get cozy, pour yourself a cuppa, and join us for mostly murder. But sometimes not. Welcome, ladies and gentlemen, to Mostly Murder, but Sometimes Not. I'm your host, Mac O'Brien, the Scooby of this gang, in that I'm objectively the most annoying character, and yet it wouldn't quite be the same without me. <laughs> With me, as always, are the other members of the gang, my three lovely sisters. I'm, I'm Shaggy. I'm Wait. Carrie. <laughs> are we supposed to pick out characters? I, I did. Mac I kind did. of... I kind of already have one in, in mind for you two, but I'm interested in what you guys Let me think. guess. I'm Fred. Correct. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Carrie, it's Velma. Maybe. I actually see her as a mix of Velma and... Da- Carrie's the girls. Uh, <laughs> Carrie's wow. just a girl. Whatever Carrie's girl the there is, They're interchangeable. <laughs> hey, they are not. Daphne and Velma are... are, are Distinct personalities. They very much um, are. And I'm Shaggy for the reason that <laughs> I'm obsessed with eating at all you can eat buffets. <laughs> oh, yeah. If you're wondering why we're having all these uh, squabblings amongst ourselves about uh, which one of us would be which members of the Scooby Gang, it's because this week we did Scooby Doo Legend of the Fantasol. I think Katie would be Velma. Like, a little bit Fred, a little bit Velma. Oh, yeah. I feel like... I agree. But I think, you guys, we're all a little bit Velma. Maybe, uh, yes. We'll get into that. Uh, <laughs> we'll get into the nitty-gritty of that after the synopsis. So, Scooby-Doo Legend of the Fantasaur was a 2011 movie by Warner Brothers Animation. It begins with a montage of the Scooby gang going through their usual motions of being terrified by ghosts before exposing them for the standard crime of property speculation. However, following an unusually frightening case, Shaggy is beset with a chronic fear syndrome, leading the gang to go on a spa vacation at La Serena, a southwestern town and current dinosaur dig site. However, Following an attack on the dig site by the local native legend, the Phantasaur, Shaggy is brought back to the spa and hypnotized to become braver with a trigger word that is immediately forgotten. While the gang investigates the strange tracks around the dig site, and Velma dates a male version of herself in a strange B-plot, brave Shaggy is caught up in a biker gang fight and challenges their leader to a race. After unmasking a local mining company as the mysterious culprit, it seems the mystery is over until the spa's holographic hypnosis machine is stolen at the same time a second gang of ghost dinosaurs attacks the town. After feigning to leave town, the gang returns to unmask the second dinosaur menace, the paleontologists behind the dig site, who stole the hypnosis hologram to scare the town away so they can abscond with a rare preserved allosaurus. Following a mishap with mining charges on the dig site, uh, the gang and the criminals must escape a collapsing cave, which they do after Shaggy realizes he had bravery inside of him all along. (laughs) The day is saved, the dinosaurs uncovered, the bad guys were arrested, and we got to watch Bikers Fighting Dinosaurs. A happy ending for all. That was a happy ending for me. Good job! (laughs) 
So, uh, I guess, standard intro. What's your guys' experience with Scooby-Doo? Um, watched a little bit of the OG cartoon as a youth. Uh, that's pretty much it. Really? What? Oh, you didn't <clears throat> see like the okay, 2000 well. era movie? With oh, Sarah with Michelle the Geller? SMG. Yeah, I did. Yeah. yeah. Okay, so is all of our and experience exactly the same except Mac? I no, because I think Carrie and I have the same experience. Yeah. Because. Totally. Okay, so me and Maddie and Carrie have all seen the original cartoons, Maddie. Yes. And the movie. I've, yeah. I've also seen the old ones, yes. And oh, is but, that it for you, Maddie? But, yeah, and that's it. You see so them that's why were... I said we had the same experience. Did you see them when you were younger, Mac? Or like, have you gone back and watched wait, them? Wait, wait, I'm not done. Oh, sorry. Because Carrie and I have also seen the crossover episode of Scooby-Doo and Supernatural. Yeah, that doesn't really count. That's a Supernatural <laughs> episode. Okay, but I have not. It kind of counts. Because I rewatched it yesterday because I wanted to remember what it was like after having watched a, a Scooby-Doo that's made for children and young adults. I wanted to watch the Supernatural version uh-huh. because I remember when they talked about making it, they were like, we're not going to make this totally like whack. Like, like dark it's still and gritty. The, yeah, the, the owner, the WB or whoever owns the Scooby gang now was like. You can you can stretch it a little bit, but you can't ruin these characters. Because mm-hmm. the premise of the episode, if you want me to go into it very quickly, is like very quickly. I'll time you. Okay, the brothers get sucked into a TV by some demonic spirit, and then <laughs> they get trapped in a Scooby Doo episode, and. Then they realize after finding an actual dead body with real blood and like another one that's decapitated and stabbed in the back. And because Dean is so familiar with the show, he was like, this is not what's supposed to happen. And then they eventually tell the Scooby gang that ghosts are actually real. And then they go through a minor existential crisis (laughs) because they're so used to ghosts not being real. And like Shaggy actually breaks his arm and then they start freaking out because he's like, I've fallen out of like a plane before and it's been fine. And then they find the ghost. The ghost is a trapped little boy. And so they convince the little boy to pretend to be a real estate developer so that the Scooby gang goes back to normal. <laughs> and that's so like they play around with like, it's kind of funny to watch the Scooby gang have this like existential crisis of ghosts actually being real. Like Velma starts freaking out because she's like, it's just wires. What does it mean? Yeah. So like, it was kind of cool to explore that. But then. I agree. Like, you cannot taint... The worst part of the episode is Dean keeps trying to hit on Daphne, which is creep as hell, because at this point he's, like, 38 or 39, and she's a teenager. But I guess, like, if you grew up with the Scooby gang, like, you start watching them as a child, it's, like, a weird nebulous... So is this... Are we we here now? Yeah. I think we're exactly where we need to be. that brings me to my question. A minute and a half. Maddie and Carrie and I basically have the same experience. Mac, you have watched this consistently as an adult, too? Or came back to it? I have watched Scooby-Doo, Where Are You? The first two seasons of What's New, Scooby-Doo, Scooby-Doo Mystery Incorporated, both Scooby-Doo movies, and uh, a number of random uh, Scooby-Doo movies that have come out after that. Okay. I, I'm 
what might one might call a moderate aficionado of the Scooby-Doo mythology. Uh, does moderate aficionality... Oh my god. <laughs> wow. <laughs> Okay. Yeah. I I am I am enough of an aficionado to know that there's not really much of an established canon within the Scooby-Doo universe. It's why a lot of these things tend to be open and shut cases without necessarily connecting to what came before or after. I mean, there's there's a little bit of a mix-up with this one because in this episode, Shaggy is hypnotized into being brave, even though in an earlier one, I think it was the one on cruise ship with all the pirates, where uh, Scooby and Shaggy were for some reason immune to hypnosis. Yes, Katie. Whoa, continuity! Be question. damned. Oh, I no, I remembered my question because, like, obviously, you're way more like a, more than us because I don't even remember the names of the like. Is the original show just called Scooby Doo? From the sixties, uh, the 70s. original show is Scooby Doo. Where are you? Where What's are new? You? Okay, okay. What's new? Scooby Doo was the one that came out in the turn of the millennium. My second question then is: When did Scrappy Doo get involved? Uh, Scrappy Doo originally got involved, I think, in the second show after Scooby Doo started. Uh, they needed somebody smaller that they figured kids would rea- uh, relate to, but then people really didn't seem yeah, to yeah. like him all that much. Yeah, well, I'm right. only asking because I remember Scrappy-Doo, but I was like, I don't think he was on the original cartoon. Because at least when like when we were growing up, the cartoons would be literally be on Saturday morning cartoons with like Flintstones, Jetsons, Scooby-Doo, Jetsons. Looney Tunes. I believe Jetsons. he was introduced in an earlier show, but he only really became... An established character in Scooby-Doo and the 13th Ghosts. Okay. Which was another show that came out in the 70s or 80s. Okay. But he was around back then. Okay. Yeah, he was around back then. Hmm. And now he's not really around unless he's a joke or the major antagonist of a Hollywood film. Was he the villain in the second movie or the first movie? He was the main antagonist of the second movie. The main antagonist of the first movie was actually an original series monster uh who is the terror dactyl okay i oh, have seen both of them i thought then. that was the yeah i, I think i've seen both the too then first one no the first one was one where there were actual real ass monsters hmm. is there a hotel involved oh, in one of them the first one was a tropical island hotel called spooky island spooky uh, island <laughs> Okay. Spooky Island, where where Scrappy Doo dressed up as Mr. Bean invited yes. the crew over to the island to investigate <laughs> Wait, the, first one. the fact that yes, that was the first yeah, one so to investigate all of the... the teenagers who were coming to the island all wild and leaving all well mannered. When in reality, it was Scrappy Doo dressed up as Mr. Bean who was enacting this plot to begin with. Rowan Atkinson. In an attempt to get Scooby-Doo onto the island, as Scooby-Doo was the one pure soul in the world and could then then activate the mystical pyramid that he wanted to insert into his chest. Man, of course the one pure soul in the world is a dog. (laughs) Oh, of course. Obviously. (laughs) Well, broadly speaking, a dog. Which brings us back to this absolute- Wait, wait, that was the first one? That was the first movie? I thought that was the first one. That was one. the first live action movie. Yeah. I thought you said first it was first live action movie. The second one. I thought that's what you said no, too. No, you said it was the first. The very first Scooby-Doo movie was Scooby-Doo the Ghoul School that took place back in the 70s. Oh. No, I mean like the new like live there are action. two live action ones. Yes. 
the two live action ones. The first one was the one with ah real monsters, and the second <laughs> one was one where all their main villains came back to life because of a strange magical substance. Oh, oh. so the pterodactyls like Secret are of the, the same as like the Scrappy Doo one. No, <laughs> the pterodactyl was the secret main antagonist of the second Scooby Doo movie, who was pretending to be a sexy blood newscaster. Oh Wait, God. so Scrappy Doo's in both, but he's only no, bad he's one. not. <laughs> Wait, you just Scooby Doo's in the first one. Scrappy Doo is in the first one. The second one has a guy who was pretend a guy who was originally the pterodactyl. Who came back from the dead after escaping from prison, dressed up? I don't understand what's so hard Listen, about this. Dressed because Mac, because Mac, because earlier you said that Scrappy Doo was the bad guy in the second movie. Yes, that's what. I, what? That's you what you said. Literally said. Rewind the tapes. You said he's the bad guy <laughs> in the second movie. Reverse, reverse. Well, I think if we're considering all of the movies together, some of them are cartoon and some of them are live action, but I think Katie Ugh. and Maddie and I are only thinking of the live action we're movies. only thinking of live action. Those yeah. are the only ones that uh, count. I, I, I would very much like to take that out, but I now have to accept that I was wrong. If I said Scrappy was the bad guy in the second Scooby-Doo live action movie, I would have been wrong. And he's not even the bad guy in the second cartoon Scooby-Doo movie. That would be real-ass Dracula. Real not Dracula. fake Dracula. Real ass Real Dracula. Ass Dracula. Okay. Wait. Crap. Blood. No. It's oh, God. Dracula. No, the first. Ah, damn it. No, I failed. The yeah. third movie is yeah. the one with Real Ass Dracula. The second one is the yeah. one where a witch steals the children of actual monsters to become a real monster. And the first one is a guy dressing up as skeletons to steal diamonds. Oh, my God. Standard. Okay, Mac, how about you tell us about um, dinosaurs? Hey, no. Wait. What about does um, Moderate Aficionado. Stand for big ass nerd. <laughs> Wait, I have Maddie's been waiting to make that joke ever since she yes, pronounced it. I've been practicing it in my head for minutes. <laughs> yes, Katie. The Scooby Gang are all supposed to be like still teenagers, right? Yes, like sixteen or like eighteen or like not, like. Late teens, like they can vary generally. Are they in college I don't know or high school? Age of anybody. They are in high school. I totally thought Fred was in college oh, yeah. from the way he was talking and his description of his class. I know, I did too. I he know. Talked about his, did he say his professor? Maybe not. Yeah. yeah. Oh, teacher. Yeah, he said They're pretty regularly said represented as high schoolers, though. Oh. Maybe we were just thinking that because he wears an ascot. Maybe. Or maybe just they like, just seem more mature than they did when we were. He was talking babes. about being able to graduate, yeah. and I'm like, okay. The only oh, people yeah. who, who are really focusing on graduation is high schoolers. Like, I can't graduate. Yeah. That's oh, true. I that's guess that's true. Thing. Nobody else cares. Seize the <laughs> get degrees, bitch. Yeah. I can, I can he, see he why the clothes might that, be though, a little. Maddie. The clothes might wow. be a little confusing because they have not really updated the clothing of the Scooby Gang since the '60s, uh, except for Shaggy, who for roughly two movies had a red shirt instead of green. What? Weird. I know nobody liked red shirt Shaggy. No. They were very angry. That's like I evil would be twin Shaggy. I would be really mad. I feel like you cannot change them. Like it's like The Simpsons or something. Wait, like, was that can't... the live action? No, that was. Uh, let me think. That was Scooby-Doo and the Ghoul School, Scooby-Doo and the Reluctant Werewolf, and I think there was one more. Oh, yeah. Yes. Just a moderate okay. aficionado. 
Aren't all werewolves reluctant? <laughs> no. No, in that one, um, in that one, Dracula needed somebody. But I'm not wrong. No, you, you are wrong. I feel like, yeah, you are wrong. I Grayback feel like some... was like all in on it. Yeah. yeah. He's like, Okay, the yeah, reason wolf. why it was called Scooby-Doo and the reluctant werewolf was because uh, it was one, you know those old funny car show, funny car racing shows that they'd have back in the 60s? Yes. Uh, so they, it was kind of like that. They wanted that. By the way, it, that is currently the longest Scooby-Doo movie ever, and it's also largely helmed as the worst, because the plot mm. is, there are real monsters out there that hold a funny car race every year, but the werewolf dropped out, so Dracula, for some weird reason, needed Shaggy to be the racer, so he turned Shaggy into a werewolf. So Shaggy, Scooby, and Shaggy's then-girlfriend, Googie, have to <laughs> win the race. <laughs> okay. Googie? Googie. <laughs> People hate it because the entire plot of the film is Dracula has uh, some henchmen that he calls the Hunch Bunch, which are just two hunchback men. Uh, and they have to try to inhibit Shaggy in many ways. Okay. And they just fail. Okay. okay. Is that because Shaggy can't say her name because he's a werewolf? Is he just like, Googie? Googie? <laughs> no. No, her name is Googie. Standard. Okay. G O O G Y. We were supposed to be oh. like Judy, <laughs> and Shaggy just couldn't say it. Oh my god. Okay, Mac. Googie. Why did we, as the Scooby Doo aficionado slash big nerd, when we pulled Scooby Doo out of the jar, why did you pick this movie? Um. Okay. So I have that to admit, the movie was partially spoiled I mean, for me. Because I watched a video online that explained all the Scooby-Doo villain plots because they're all weird. I've never seen it, but I I knew the plot beforehand. And all the Scooby-Doo villain plans are usually weird or strange or just completely (laughs) asinine. It's usually just person dresses up as a monster to get the thing. Yeah. And they... Rated the quality of a lot of different Scooby-Doo movies. Now, the one they rated highest is not what we watched today. They rated Scooby-Doo Moon Monster Madness as the highest rated one, simply because it got so insane. It's literally Scooby-Doo on the moon fighting the alien from Alien. But not literally, because copyright. (laughs) I don't like that. Not literally, because copyright. I don't like that. Oh, but also it's not regular moon. It's like a moon city. Think Bioshock, but on the moon. Anyway, I chose this one because it it felt the most. I felt like this one was the most honest to the spirit of Scooby-Doo in the top three that they picked. Because the other one was also Scooby-Doo meets Kiss. Uh No! Remember that! The, The band Kiss. No! I remember that. I remember Scooby-Doo meeting the Globetrotters, too. Oh, my God. Yes. And also the, the World Wrestling Federation. What? Man, Sorry. World cool Wrestling drawn in Entertainment. I would love Oh, that. yeah. No, they got the real ass, like, stars of the WWE onto uh, Scooby-Doo WrestleMania. I mean, that's what they do. Like, they that's what they did for Supernatural. They had the, I mean, it was the actual Scooby-Doo drawer and voices and everyone at the time. Artists. 
And then the yeah, sequel to Scooby Doo WrestleMania, which was itself another funny car race. Looping back around WrestleMania Scooby Doo, um, how did y'all feel about those bikers and dinosaurs just like getting oh. in a fight? Um, I <laughs> the don't even best know. line in any movie we have seen thus far. If there's one thing I can't stand, it's ghost dinosaurs. <laughs> Come on, boys. Yes. I was overjoyed when that happened. I Ugh. I loved Okay, I love that even though it's basically taking place ish modern day times. She had a laptop, Daphne did. It still yeah. felt it and still GPS. had the vibes of like the OG Scoobies, especially with the bikers. And their their designs, and especially with, I love that it still had the sound effects like stuff that you would have in the old. Yeah, they were very cartoons. cartoony, but like not even cartoony, like specifically Scooby Dooey cartoony. <laughs> like, oh yeah, it's a very specific thing. Yeah, like the specific noises and this, like when they're running. Oy, 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 oy. So, yeah, <laughs> like fart. I appreciated that it. It felt like Scooby Doo, <laughs> even though it was. 2011 and did you catch that maddie yeah <laughs> if i remember you <laughs> tried to hide it now, are all the none of the actors are the original voice actors are they no um the last well actually i maybe. think fred was still the fred voice actor yeah i don't know if he's still if he's changed then he's changed rather recently However, they have made, remained consistent for the last 30 years or so. The most recent one that I think they replaced was Fred Willard. Uh, switched over to Matthew Lillard? No, no, no. Fred Willard is the guy who voiced the... Yeah, sign, Fred, the, yeah. The, the new guy. age guy. Yeah, sorry. No. Uh, Matthew Matthew Lillard, Lillard took over as Shaggy. Yes, uh, however, it was kind of nice that uh, in a few of the series, whenever they needed Shaggy's dad to come around, they got the original Shaggy actor That's back. Cool. Was that Casey Kasem? Am I making that up? Unknown. However, they have maintained <laughs> the standard Scooby-Doo voices for the last 30 years or so. I also, uh, full respect to Sharon Michelle Geller, but great Alilah's Daphne forever. Um, now she, I recognize her voice. Will you please tell me why? Because I didn't look it up. Uh, Great Lyle is one of the voice acting industry's most prominent <laughs> voices. Uh, she has been in the industry since the 80s, I believe. She is Azula from Avatar The Last Airbender. She's Vicky from Fairly Odd Parents. She's oh, Mandy from uh, Billy and Mandy. That would be it. Fairly Odd uh, she's, yeah, she's been Daphne for the last 30 years or so. Shara Michelle Geller. That's what you said. <laughs> Shara Michelle Geller. <laughs> Um, Mac, also, I, I have to disagree. Wrong. What? I think Franklin Wendell Welker is the voice of Fred Jones and Scooby-Doo since its inception in 1969. What? And as recently as 2020, he replied, he has done the voice. And he also took over as Scooby-Doo in 2002. So this is OG Fred Forever? I, because OG I was like, forever. he sounds exactly like how I remember. Everyone else, like, I could hear, like, it's not the same. He did not sound the same for me. I was like, this really is a new dude. Yeah, I oh, thought no. so. So this is the dude who said buried treasure? Yeah, I guess. 
Um, also, I have to disagree, and I think the best line... He says, he's voiced Fred in every series. Give me eat! (laughs) (laughs) That was pretty good. Yeah. Yeah, I said, I'm Shaggy, and then I said, I'm that biker. (laughs) He's voiced Fred in almost every series except two. A pup named Scooby-Doo and Scoob! Exclamation point that came out last year or two years ago oh fuck all right sorry i almost forgot i did watch a couple episodes of a pup named scooby-doo and i did watch scoob exclamation wait no not scoob exclamation point i didn't watch that i watched the weird one with the same animator as family guy Ooh, no i don't like that hold up hold up now the one that was animated like family guy might have been pretty stupid but it kind of was fun on from time to time. Honestly, it felt like it just redid the same stuff, only it didn't look the same, took itself less seriously, and I'm going to be completely honest, didn't know what the hell to do with Daphne. Every single episode, it was something new. Ugh. One episode was puppetry. The other episode was falconry. What? Um, I don't know. What, yeah, I know. <laughs> no, I love that. Isn't that part no, of her I personality love the- trait? Is like, she grew up kind of rich, but she all she wants to do is like, do cool things and solve mysteries and fight things. That would explain the uh, motorcycle thing. She's just like, I, I know. Just like, did so this I was wanted. the one. She knows how to ride no. a motorcycle because she started when she yeah, was four. Yeah, but the the Family Guy animated one was still kind of that was all she was in those episodes. She didn't help with the investigation. She was just like, I'm about falconry now, and I was like, That's mm-hmm. I, I'm glad Great Lyle got paid, but I'm not happy about this. I bet they didn't happy. have a lot of uh, women writers there. Yeah, I'd be interested. Oh, also see. in that series, I think Kate Micucci voiced Velma. Okay, so hey. I love that Matthew Lillard was the voice of Shaggy in this. I thought it was amazing because he was Shaggy in the live action movies. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And the fact that, oh, yeah. I mean, like, he's still, like, out there and doing things and, like, being an actor and to be, like, a consistent voice actor for an animated show isn't, like, a face actor's, like, number one priority, I would feel, speaking as neither a voice actor or, <laughs> a real like, a face actor person. Yeah. So I thought it was really cool that he did this. I was like, good on you, I Matthew agree. Willard. Did he get cast after... Uh, did he ca- get cast as a voice actor after doing the live stuff, Mac? Do you know? Yes. Was it just because he was so good? <laughs> yes. That's awesome. Okay, and then in the original... It is Casey Kasem. Okay, sorry. Cool. In the original cartoon, did Scooby always, like, speak? Yeah. Uh, yes, Scooby always spoke. However, there is a conspiracy theory out there that he can't. That everyone's just, like... Imagining him? Off their no. rocker? The, the theory is, in one of the very first episodes, The Black Knight, Scooby... Uh, Shaggy... Uh, in order to get away from the Black Knight, says, don't worry, I'll use my ventriloquism skills to get out of here. And so they're like, so this obviously stoner has a talking dog and also is a ventriloquist? And Scooby's like his BFF. Like, they hang out all the time. So it's just like Shaggy. Does Scooby ever speak when Shaggy is not there? Uh, yes, he has ever since then. So there's no meat on the conspiracy Dang. theory, but it's still fun to think. Yeah, I love what that. if Scooby's just a normal you know ass dog that a donor has been convinced everyone <laughs> can talk? That is pretty funny. 
I did like in the beginning when they had Scoob in the hospital and the doctor was like, you can't have a dog in here. And they were like, he's an official medical dog. <laughs> like The exact quote was, is that a dog? Broadly speaking, yes. <laughs> yeah. I just thought, because sometimes it is funny to be like, okay, obviously it's a cartoon. It's got a talking dog, whatever. But sometimes you're like, dogs maybe shouldn't be in a hospital unless they're supposed to be. And I liked that a lot. What about Murphy? They dogs in the hospital. That's what I'm saying. Unless they're supposed to be like a trained therapy dog. No, I mean like... I don't know that I could say that Scooby-Doo is a trained therapy. Really? Yeah. I mean, they should. I mean, they had to be able to prove they were vaccinated for all their stuff and had all their shots. All the dogs had all their shots, yeah. Yeah. (laughs) And the humans, too. Okay, so... Yeah. I love Matthew Lillard still doing this. I'm glad we talked about what level of schooling they're in because it's very strange that they're just like perpetually in high school alone and in high school but yeah i mean i think they're probably in the senior year era because probably. of talking about graduating talking about graduating okay mac i have a question for you yes how much of this dinosaur science is made up <laughs> almost all of it <laughs> i i can tell one There is no natural event that we know of that can immediately encase an Allosaurus in quartz crystal and preserve its body without any sign of decomposition. Crystals can't form that fast, right? Like, there's no. They can't. Scooby wouldn't have just found a bone lying out. Yeah. (laughs) A perfectly preserved, like. And bone it wouldn't taste bone. good for him because they're minerals. They're not actual bone anymore. Yeah. And yeah. it's it's wouldn't... mineral that got absorbed and replaced the calcium in the bones in a pattern called fossilization. I'm sorry I interrupted you. I was gonna say they Have you listened to the show? Huh? Oh, I said, that he said I'm comment. sorry I interrupted you, I and then I said, Have you listened you. to the show? Yeah. <laughs> um no. I was going to say that um, if he had the bone, they wouldn't be like, oh, my God, this is from the most rare, coolest dinosaur. Let's go do something else. Was Don't like tell me where you found that. Right. <laughs> Massasaurus like, Also, that was, uh, this is a small note. Uh, they pointed to a bone on the wall as a Dilophosaurus when it was, A, too large, and B, did not have the signifying crest on the top of the head of a Dilophosaurus. Like, it was so oh, sad, oh, like, yeah. silly. They had just... Uh, on the wall, like a fully outlined skeleton, which is not at all how it would be presenting as a fossil being dug up. Well, actually, uh, oh shit! <laughs> ah, um, Katie, some- busted. No. <laughs> busted. I was well, gonna say actually... because I understand what you're saying. Like normally they'd be laying down flat, and it would be a horizontal dig. But this is in a silver mine, so. It, isn't it possible if they're digging tunnels for a mine, they could like in a they mine. could see a dinosaur on a wall? But the like, way I it feel looked, like... the way it looked, it was like the head is at the same three dimensional position as the ribs, which is at the three same three dimensional position as oh, the I legs. Guess I see what you're saying? Which is at the same three dimensional position as the tail. Like that wouldn't so you're they saying wouldn't like all... if the head is showing, they should the ribs should be sticking out way more. Yeah. And, yeah. Okay. And, and also, I mean, to be fair, it's two-dimensional animation mostly. So. Yeah. Or no, I really sympathize. <laughs> I 
really get Fred's problem with science in this show because none of it makes any sense. Like physics don't exist in this oh, show. Like, okay, I was so Shaggy upset. driving up the wall in his motorcycle, the yeah. crystal completely encompassing the allosaur. How at can once. that the second the first fake dinosaur is attached by cables? Yeah, but yet can run all around that mountain. Yeah, yeah, no like crash through all of the walls. No way. The no. the hologram can no blow way. wind. No way. Which knocks off hats. Paint like, stripper also doesn't make fire. <laughs> yeah, I was like, oh, it's my paint stripper flamethrower. Like you, <laughs> you have to have a, a spark at least. Exactly. Like some sort of like beginner flame, some pilot light. And like those are not going to have pilot lights built on it if they're for a construction company. Ridiculous. Yeah. Just utter nonsense, Mac. <laughs> Don't foolish. Enough no science. Projector? Science does not exist. They really put those little projector and flame things all throughout the town and no one noticed. Yeah, yeah I doubt it. I mean, I guess someone did. Banksy used to say that you could really do anything if you carry a walkie talkie and have a reflective vest. Which I kind of get, but still, no physics. It yeah. doesn't. It, yeah, it, this cartoon doesn't make sense. It has no bearing. <laughs> but then, even the dinosaur names, like they had raptors, but that was like the only real dinosaur. The silliness of also, this cartoon is too damn. What high. did you? What did those snakes eat? Why was there Each a other. sea of them? Yes, it's the Indiana Jones problem. What do the snakes eat? Did it have to be snakes? They eat each other. And maybe bats. I mean, yeah, those ones would, poop. but the, I still think Indiana Jones, you know, needs to be addressed. See, what you didn't know was fertilizer. of the subterranean. What yeah, you I, didn't know was of you. the snake yeah. bat subterranean war. <laughs> Man. Oh, the tales they could tell. Also, can we speak, speaking of that scene, when everyone was like, why did it have to be snakes? <laughs> I was 100% getting the Harry Potter PC game vibes of the stalactites. Because remember, yes, there was one flippendo. section. We had to be like, flippendo, and the stalactites would fall and down. Jump and then you had, and oh, you'd jump on them. And you jump on them. I was like, it. oh my god. It's like right? that. It, exactly. It looked exactly like that, except it was water and not snakes. Yeah. But. I always felt a little bit bad for the snakes. I mean, I they mean, looked man, like they were remember being knocking crushed. over those turtle guys? <laughs> Ugh. Those turtle guys, I didn't like those fire crabs. Oh, the those things fire would take crabs. forever. Ugh. I like the gnomes. You could hit them on the head and they would give you jelly beans. <laughs> what were they what did they say? <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> Gooby? <laughs> exactly. <laughs> so what I liked about Scooby Doo Legend of the Fantasy <laughs> was that their red herring was a full other mystery. Yeah, yeah they had two different dinosaurs. Immediately. <laughs> two groups completely independent of each other decided that the best way to go after what they wanted in those mines was to make ghost dinosaurs. At the same time. I don't think that's correct. No, I think the uh, scientists got the idea from the mining people. In a mine? Yeah. A mine. A mine. Uh, I know. No, no. As soon as we saw that silver mine like signage, I was like, oh, I got it. There's still silver in there and I want it. So it's a fake dinosaur but to scare everyone away. Carrie. What? Halfway through the episode is when they solved that mystery. They wanted the silver and they, ha- they made it a dinosaur. Yeah. yeah and, and then, then there was another dinosaur. 
They and then I was like, oh, line. Winston, whatever. Is it? It's Wins- Windsor. Right? Windsor. Windsor. And then as soon as we saw that one, when it like went into the ground, I was like, oh, Windsor is using his computer animation classes. Yeah, and I totally called it too. Hypnosis thing. I did call it. Yeah. I mean, we didn't know why, because we wouldn't have thought that an allosaur could be completely encased in crystal. Yeah, and because be it's preserved. impossible and we wouldn't yeah. Because it wouldn't it. happen. Yes, exactly. Yeah. So we solved it. I, I mean, um, I don't know, because they did say my favorite line with the two silver mine people where, after they got arrested. Uh-huh. I can't remember who said it. It might have been Fred, where they were like, usually it takes longer. And I was like, yeah, there's still like almost half an hour left. So this clearly... I liked that this felt like it was still an old school Scooby-Doo, but it was a, some of it was tongue in cheek. So like, A, you start the episode with them finishing a mystery. And the very first thing you hear a bad guy say is the whole... They would have gotten away with it too without you know meddling kids. Like that's in the very beginning of the episode or the thing. Yeah. And then I liked that halfway through when they solved the first mystery, and I was like, and they were like, usually it takes longer. And then I I was genuinely like, I don't know what's gonna happen because they caught the mind people. Mind people. Wait, did you guys? Okay, so we can talk a little about stunt casting. When Fred Willard first showed up as a voice actor, I was like, well, he's got to be the bad guy. It's Fred Willard. Oh, yeah. But I then did not think that. Matthew yeah. Gray Gloober, Goobler? Goobler. 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 Goobler showed up. Tie back to Who, Criminal Minds. Googie. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> 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 yes. But he showed up and he was like, as soon as he was so like, don't go in there, uh, snakes. I was like, there's something sketchy about him. So there yeah. were two episodes of stunt casting. That's the moment when I Plus, was like, yeah, he's the got woman who is the paleontologist lady. Uh, Dr. Svinkmeyer? Is uh, Professor she's very Svinkmeyer. famous, right? Like she was on General Hospital or something for a long what? time. The actress. We like I knew her voice. That. I thought she said, I thought they said Spankmeyer. <laughs> Stankmeyer. Stankmeyer. I'm or Svank Svankmeyer Svank 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 Meyer Svank Meyer Meyer Dank Meyer is a family uh, within. <laughs> <laughs> I guess I did yeah. think that they the the paleontology people might be a little sketchy, but as soon as they arrested the silver mine people, I was like, well, I don't know what's gonna happen. Yeah, I thought the silver mine people were too obvious. And that, like, Windsor was kind of obvious, but not as obvious, so it had to be him. I wasn't 100% sure, because I haven't watched Scooby in such a long time. I'm not positive, like, what audience they're really aiming for. Like, it's super obvious to us, yeah, because we are not the target audience. But then also, it might have been at least a little bit obvious to the target audience. I mean, the Silvermine people was pretty obvious the moment they showed up. But yeah. The second they were like, there's still silver here. I was like, no, yeah. it was um <clears throat> Uh oh, better not leave behind incriminating evidence of the crime we committed. Yep. Yeah. This giant fake. Gotta tooth. cover up this. That's why crime. I was like, I feel like this is too obvious, but also this is technically for children, so Yeah. I was like I was torn on that one. Yeah. Yeah. I had a huge problem with them 
like pairing Velma up with a man. I was gonna say, isn't Velma gay? I, I mean, mean, she's not canonically anything. There was there were a well, lot of like coding things, like the she had a lot of uh queer vibes, I would say, in the original, like Yeah thing. Yeah, isn't she a queer icon? Yes. I mean honestly I've read a lot of all these characters being some sort of queer icon. Like yes. but Velma Daphne and Velma and Fred and Shaggy. It was partially born from it being a really early show. They can't be like, yeah, and then some of the boys slept uh, in the room with some of the girls. They always had to be the boys sleep in the boys' room and the girls sleep in the Yay. girls' room. But obviously, there's there's <laughs> the the direct line between let's keep all the men and men together with the men and the women together with the women to avoid people thinking that there's some kind of premarital stuff going on was immediately taken over by. However, it really depends on which version of Velma you're going with, because for Scooby-Doo Mystery Incorporated, for half of the first season, she was dating Shaggy until he dumped her Ooh. for Scooby. What? What? For Scooby? It was, it was kind of like a, hey, you know, I need to know that I'm important to you. And you seem to spend a lot more of your time with your dog than you do with me. And Shaggy was like, hey, I can't spend all this time with you because Scooby needs a lot of emotional care and attention. I, there are so many problems with this. Is this like, actually, oh, is yeah. this a furry icon? They, they, <laughs> no. <laughs> I've read things no. about Shaggy being being an asexual icon because he's not interested. Similar to actually Jughead, where it's like, yeah, he's not interested in anything. He wants exactly. to hang out with his dog and eat sandwiches. <laughs> you know, same. So I guess a new ace stereotype is that they're very thin people who can eat anything. <laughs> Wait, terrible. no, Fred. I had the very thin people who can eat anything. I had a theory that Shaggy is a superhero who just eats and eats and eats, stores all of his energy, and then when he needs to do crazy feats, like leap 30 feet across a chasm, he can just... Because that's the only way he could have done the things he did. Because there's no way you can hallucinate that you can jump 50 feet into the air and and grab a belt. (laughs) And no one ride a motorcycle immediately. So there's this meme on the internet about shaggy okay. that shaggy TM is some kind of un- idea. <laughs> <laughs> okay. he came in here to throw shade to say that this was his idea that uh scoop uh shaggy's a yeah shaggy shade. that's what i said <laughs> i don't think it's originally tim's because i've seen a lot of memes that shaggy is like some sort of uncontrollably powerful well, entity he he's a mutant and like- The first time I saw the clip of him, like, beating up all of those bikers just had the caption, Shaggy using .00001% of his power. (laughs) And there's so many different, there's so much media that that meme can live off of. Like, there's the scene from Scooby-Doo 2, Monsters Unleashed, where he was buff for, like, a minute. There's, uh, God, what was that? There are so many different representations that Shaggy is somehow incredibly powerful. <laughs> also, yes, Maddie, I did have the same note where if he ju- he jumped from falling boulders 
up oh, on yeah. top of other no? falling Wait. boulders, like Legolas in the third Hobbit movie. <laughs> Because he's a fucking anime character. I mean, it was ridiculous to think that a uh, endlessly aged elf could do it. No way could Shaggy, a normal human man, accomplish that feat. <laughs> Unless he he's not was even a, a man, superhero. he's a little boy. Yeah, he's definitely a superhero. Yeah. yeah. But Shaggy, god among men who grants voices to the unspoken. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god. <laughs> who can go from being a werewolf to back to being a normal person. Okay. <laughs> and apparently has some weird like fear disease yes yeah. what is that and needs holograms to hypnotize him cause ordinary mortal men on cruise ships cannot <laughs> yeah I didn't I didn't totally buy that that thing could make holograms right like I you mean, didn't really make holograms in the spa place can you, only do you need like two watch. different lights to make a hologram can you do you it with need, just one like you need something to project onto, first of all. I don't I think, think that's true. To this day. How no, do they make about... that hologram of Kanye's... When he... Remember he made that hologram of I don't Kim's remember dad? anything dad? about yeah. Kanye. They had a glass plate that they projected onto. So yeah, it's a glass plate. So that's what they did when they brought Tupac back for that one concert. It was like, you're projecting an image onto plates or something. So this science doesn't and work. And Mitsu. Like, remember when we saw Fantasmic, the water show, and it's like yeah. fans of water that go, and then the Disney people project onto the fans of water, but it's not. That's That wasn't a hologram. That was just. It's not like a, a hologram like in Star Wars when you're like. projection. Help me, Obi-Wan Kenobi. You're my only hope. hope. Yeah. I still, like, I feel like we still, we haven't talked enough about Velma. And how she dropped everything for this boy. Yeah, she's and like, I don't care about mysteries like anymore. There's somebody who looks exactly like sure me and gets their glasses Velma on might be a narcissist. Eyeball <laughs> I was actually, because they were talking about how they look so similar. And I was like, would you date your clone? Almost? I'd kill my clone. There's actual, I mean, like, there's... <laughs> there's Not like phenom- clone, but like... There's like psychological aspects to that where you might be attracted to the familiar. You're attracted to people yeah. who look like you. Especially I'm pretty messed up and I definitely date me. Especially <laughs> in um like beginning relationships, like the first few relationships you have, you're more likely to date people that look like you. It's actually somewhat similar to if you have to create an avatar of yourself. Like I learned this in psychology when Second Life was like huge a million years ago and <laughs> our professor said that we had to like we had a part of the um class and creativity in psychology whatever uh we had to be in second life i remember you had to make a second life character yes and she was like you know initially people will stick more closely to what they actually look like or like some idealized version of themselves and then like the your subsequent character people that you create will become further and further away from what you actually look like i can't believe you made second life in school for school (laughs) yeah you should go back. I need to mention this. <laughs> I don't even know how. I need to mention this every time we bring up Second Life on this podcast. This is the first which time. Which is everyone knows is all the time. This is the first time this happened. <laughs> Second I Life forget which. I forget which one of the CSI, Forensic Files, Criminal Minds kinds of bullshit that did this. But they had an episode that tied in with Second I Life. I feel like oh my God! CSI. 
where the detectives <laughs> made a Second Life character to question witnesses on Second Life. I remember this! And then okay, somebody dressed up as a blue fox started running away by skateboarding. And they had a chase scene on Second Life. Oh my god, I remember that! <laughs> no. And when they caught up with the guy... Happening. They disconnected. I remember this. <laughs> Which, keep in mind, they could have done the first moment they thought the cops were going to get too close. So, uh, the only thi- the only way that would have made sense is, I have a meeting later on in Second Life, and I don't want to have to go through the hassle of logging out and logging back in again. Wow. Wow. Anyway, so that kind of explains how Velma might be attracted to someone who looks similar to her. Yeah. Which was weird, and I didn't like it. And I did not like that Matthew Gray Goobler was the voice. I was weirded out by that. I know, I, I was, was too yes, familiar with him. There's something about that guy's voice that's just... I just kept I think, seeing off. him. Yeah, yeah. I think we should wrap up, but the, the... Okay, sorry. Let's go back. I find it interesting that a lot of people are now seeing queer icons in these characters. And I wonder if partly it's because... There aren't a lot of relationships necessarily on the show, even though when we were little, like I, I, got, I don't know about you guys, but I, w- I would always pair Fred and Daphne together yeah. and then Velma and Shaggy in my head. Absolutely. It was just like, even whether or not the show was saying anything about that at all, it was like, with these two slightly preppy people belong together and then this like weird two the two weirdos. The smart, yeah. Like the two outcasts, if you will, of society. Yeah. Um. But I think when you get older, you do start to see, like, the queer iconness of it. Like, I know Fred, nowadays, his his clothes would be very kind of, like, uh, kind of a, in the gay community. Ostentatious. They're a little Ostentatious, bit more fashionable. He yeah. literally wears an ascot, ascot. everywhere. I'll, I'll say I, this. I will say I live in, the in 70s, rural Michigan. Were, were more worn mm. than they are what now. Mac? I will say this, I live in rural Michigan, and I do not see a lot of the gentlemen I work with wearing ascots. That yeah. doesn't really mean anything. Yeah, good point. There can be there can be gay rednecks. Never mind. Yeah. yeah. Also, yeah. Anybody can wear an but ascot. Anyway, and I like the fact that a lot of queer women really connect to Delma. In fact, Delma? What? Oh my god, is that their name? I didn't even mean to say Ooh. that. Daphne you and ship Delma. Delma? well because they like they like that daphne is very feminine and she's very like loves to the the hair makeup skirts but also can ride a motorcycle and fight like and that velma they generally project slightly more of a butch butch personality i think literally because she wears short hair but she still has like skirts and turtlenecks it did bother me she spent so long picking out lipsticks for her date and then didn't wear one yes no well well that is bothersome but like that's not velma's personality at all yeah it felt like she was a pod person but yes i haven't watched recent scooby-doo's so then i was like i was so bothered by that like that's so not velma yeah and just because Uh, the lipstick was not her but i did like the concept where she was trying to find the most logical place to go on a date well that is i mean yes that's that was very more of what she would be doing but that's not 
only in the absence of a mystery. If there's a mystery, she's on that. Yeah. Like, yeah. That's she, what that's what was like she was ignoring the mystery to be because, like Ooh, a boy. because there was this dude. I was like, okay, there are so many problems with this. First, because Velma is not straight in my head. <laughs> I don't think that she is. Second, I don't think so either. Velma <laughs> wouldn't prioritize any sort of significant other over whatever mystery they were looking at. Third, like she wouldn't be so obsessed with appearance. She wouldn't be like, ooh, makeup. Ooh, which weird sweater skirt combo out of this closet but of all the sweater skirt combos I own? Ugh, yeah, hold up. Did did me. do something similar to that in Scooby Doo Two Monsters Unleashed? We're not talking about that. Where she wanted to d- dress up in tight leather to attract Seth. Green? Oh what yeah, the fuck? and then- oh my god, yeah, that was a problem. Whoa. I didn't like that. Yeah, it was. That's I didn't like, like that. Buffy. You know what? In the supernatural, Willow episode, does she that in Buffy. Sam, and it's weird. That's all oh, bad. Oh my god, you're right, Maddie. Yeah, she's in leather, like to be the doppelganger, and she's like, "Ooh, what if uh, Seth likes me like this?" Everyone's trying <laughs> to impress Seth Green. Seth Green in with skin leather, tight leather. <laughs> Don't like it. What if that's like a thing in real life that happens? <laughs> I, mean, I mean, we're not there. <laughs> You don't know. Hey, Seth Green, weigh in. Okay, if you're listening. Also, <laughs> jumping from to a different point because I feel like we've talked about that a lot, and it's all bad, and Velma should never be written that way. Yeah. Um, the kitchen with the raptors. Oh, I mean, oh, yeah. There's a lot of there's a lot of Jurassic Park yeah. vibes. The and mirror. The oh, moment they. Yeah. I kept getting Jurassic Park moments of like the dinosaur in the car mirror. Yep. But then uh-huh. they straight up was like, hey, we're going to design this kitchen exactly the same. Yeah. Yes! The door yeah, was the in, kids in the same place. The guy's going to hide the table the right. in the same place. Jurassic Park, you preserve mosquitoes in amber. We're going to preserve a whole ass Allosaurus in quartz. Yes. Yeah. You fool. Yes. In a single quartz crystal. It wasn't even like a bunch of tiny crystals growing off of this body. It was like one individual crystal encompassing the entire body. Yeah, Scooby-Doo people are like, you're stupid Jurassic Park. You had to do all that work to build a whole new dinosaur. Ours is already made. found one in the dirt. (laughs) Yeah. We're both making Uh, it up. You're just making it harder. You had to make yours bigger than it's supposed to be, but we just found one that's bigger than it's supposed to be because that was way too big to be an Allosaurus. Okay, is it an Allosaur or an Allosaurus? Allosaurus. However, an Allosaur can be a reference to a singular one. So it's like um, Allosaurus species. Allosaur reference to yeah. an individual. So okay, it's like, okay, um, okay, okay. Uh, different spoons and then silverware. <laughs> it's the difference between human and person. <laughs> okay. All right. Um, I like. I hate to keep. T- picking this thing apart but i also had a real problem with the uh the legend that they had and the oh, discussion yeah. Yeah, that there yeah. well, they kept saying indians i like that they talked about the fact that the colonizers came and kind of took over the town and so the native americans called up a, a spirit and i kind of liked the idea of like they're picking a spirit yeah. from this land and it happened to become a giant dinosaur because 
I feel like you you definitely get the Southwest vibes, yeah. even Montana vibes, and we know that there are dinosaurs all over that area. So mm-hmm. there's dinosaurs all over everywhere. I like dinosaurs, dinosaurs, dinosaurs are the great global all around you. <laughs> but it Dino- did right bother behind me. Behind you, dinosaurs are there. I was like, remember the time Tander just showed up here behind me? Uh, <laughs> yes. I was genuinely like, I think so. <laughs> um, I was like, Teddy behind you. <laughs> it's a Tander. It's a Tander. It's Tander. It did. It did bother me that they kept switching between using the term Native American and then Indian. Mm-hmm. I think a lot. Some people are Native American. Um who are Native American, do use the term American Indian. Like, the National Museum of the American Indian is the official name of the Smithsonian Museum of the American Indian. And there are many people who work there who are like, that was the term they grew up with, but it's a lot of people who are older in the community. Yeah. like it's And I just, don't think that people in Scooby-Doo should feel entitled to say that. It's a, it's a shifting terminology, but I think by any standard calling indigenous peoples indians is incorrect is wrong is not right especially it's like also this just factually incorrect yeah. so it's not it's 10 years ago yeah it's not crazy long it was ago. 10 years ago oh god 2011 was 10 years ah! ago. i know right Mac, that's almost when you graduated you're almost at your 10 year graduation oh my god okay we're not talking about that we're old everyone is old and keep getting (laughs) older i'm 10 years older than the scooby gang oh man are you wearing shaggy shirt on purpose I am wearing the shaggy shirt okay. on purpose. I I did dress up uh, with my then girlfriend as Shaggy and Velma because school? at the time we were watching Mystery Incorporated and they were dating in that show. I uh, cut off my mullet, so now I have very Velma hair. Oh, nice! You did cut off your mullet. I was gonna say, yeah, because I just saw you All last right. week. Um, we are currently helming up at an hour, so are why we? don't we go through yeah. our notes, uh, <laughs> oldest to youngest? Scooby Doo, man. Jeez. Scooby Doo's. Okay, Mac, you direct who's doing notes. Kate, you start us off. Okay. Um, I like. I miss the song. I miss the original song. I know this had a new song, but I wanted, you know, Scooby Dooby Doo. Like Aunt Lori used to say. Yeah, I just missed it. Um, we talked about Scooby as a rescue dog. I did like. I. Oh, can we actually talk about a little bit the animation style? Like, I I actually, I love the animation style. It's partly a nostalgia thing, but the backgrounds are so gorgeous. The haunted houses, the rocks, the like, <laughs> the st- I love them. I love the stylization of them. Um, I also love that they did use some CG stuff, but only when it added to the story and especially with cars and stuff so like i like that they did they did use noticeable computer animation but only when it was needed and not they didn't do hand like they did hand-drawn stuff for everything else so i thought that was really cool also this is the first time i ever clocked that they don't have whites in their eyes except for scooby i kind of (laughs) didn't like that like in the design choice yeah. Either he's the only one with a soul or he's <laughs> the one without it. Yeah. 
It just was weird, and I never thought about it until I was watching it. But I don't mind it, I think, because I'm just used to it. Like, that's just what Scooby-Doo looks like. That's what the people on Scooby-Doo are. I don't know. Yeah. I thought that was uh, cool. Um, We talked about... I did really love the sound effects. It really brought me back. Uh, Can you... Can you... Are you supposed to give coffee to dogs? No. 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 Okay. I don't know if it would make them defy the laws of physics, but... (laughs) (laughs) Honestly. But it's a Google coffee for dogs. I love that part. I bet you there's like... (laughs) A coffee for dogs you can buy, and it's like this is my yeah. That's some white people shit. I'm what is Google the is regular yeah, coffee okay for dogs? Isn't a puppuccino? But I think a puppuccino it's just is just whipped cream milk. It's literally oh. just whipped cream. Yeah, like there's okay. no actual caffeine in it. I want to go ask for a puppuccino. Part... I just want a cup of whipped cream. Why do dogs get <laughs> it? coffee beans? Grounds and brewed coffee contain caffeine, a very dangerous and toxic chemicals to to cats and dogs. Cool. So caffeine kills dogs. I will say Good though, to know. Um, in animated Scooby, Scooby might not do, be a dog. That was I. The animated Scooby who was super hyped made me laugh. I did. I did laugh. <laughs> like when he jumped on like Fred, which is like that. Yes! Was, I cracked up at that. Yes. And, I don't and think he was just got it. I don't think he thought it was. I had funny the subtitles <laughs> on, and he was just like Fred, 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 Fred. <laughs> and his, his eyes, eyes were, were like so bugged big, out, and his nose were down. Ah, <laughs> lost in the sauce. <laughs> I thought it was very funny. Yeah, yeah. No, I laughed out loud at that. That was great. Lol. There were some moments I did laugh out loud. That was one of them. Yeah. <laughs> Another one was just when I realized what this episode was about, and it was ghost dinosaurs. Yeah. <laughs> dinosaur like, didn't clue you in. I mean, it did, but like they just straight up said, like, ghost dinosaurs. And yeah. I was like, if there's awesome. one thing I don't like, what was it? It's, it's a, a ghost, ghost dinosaur. dinosaur. I, I have to say, one good metric between telling whether a Scooby Doo movie is going to be quality or not is how funny the name is. Mm. Because a Scooby Doo movie with a, 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 a fine name, a perfectly good name, I an alliterated hate. name, like Scooby Doo and the Cyber Chase. That is a very good name for a pretty bland movie. But Scooby-Doo Moon Monster Madness, Scooby-Doo Kiss Rock and Roll Mystery, <laughs> and one of my favorites, Scooby-Doo Frank and Creepy. <laughs> All right. It's almost as good as Googie. Googie. <laughs> Googie. Um, I didn't love that they're advertising this resort with a bunch of babes in bikinis. Oh, absolutely not. I was like... At least throw in some dudes in bikinis, too. Well, give us Fred Willard in bikinis. I mean, <laughs> um, the U.S. Bureau of Supernatural Forces. I wish that was real. It's basically the X-Files. I thought that was fun. Talked about how old they were. I do love Fred Willard. It was exciting to see him or hear him. Um, I did not like that he went in the hot tub with them, however. <laughs> like... The first thing they do when they get to this resort is sit in a hot tub with an old man, including the dog. And that was weird. Um, we talked about the Native American myth, and it was cool, but also problematic in a way. Uh, every single time the doctor, or not the doctor. What is Fred Willard's character's name? I, I never... Um, Mr. Hoobly? Hoobly. Hoobly. Every Should time we? he said Shaggy's name wrong, it made me laugh. <laughs> every single time he was like oh sketchy come over here scabby <laughs> oh scabby 
<laughs> I will say it it did bother me initially, but eventually it grew on me and I thought See, it was See, that's funny. the thing. The first time I was like, okay, but then he kept doing it and that's <laughs> comedy. Yeah, that's when it got funny. Yeah. I immediately was like, okay, they're putting glow paint on this dinosaur immediately. Like I I knew immediately that that dinosaur was glow painted. Um, glow painted. And then but then literally that was the first thought after the dinosaur attack. I think Daphne was the one who said, like, it could just be a dinosaur with glow paint, like psychedelic paint. And I was like, oh, yep, Daphne, you're right. <laughs> like, she had the thought I had immediately after that. Um, I thought it was weird that one of the bikers had a German stormtrooper helmet. <sighs> Did you guys see that? No. Yeah, that was the one who got stuck into the fan, right? Oh, yeah. The spike, yeah. the spike on his helmet is a fir- First World War German stormtrooper helmet. Weird. Like the one in the yeah. X Files episode we watched. Dislike. Well, there's also the main one that had an iron cross on his chest. Yeah, that was a little pro- weird. Yeah, I will say the bikers felt very seventies, also, especially Tex. They were fun. Um, I loved them, but they were really oh in fucking a fun way. Tex was amazing. Like, Tex, time to. F- Wait here for you to come out of the blowing up cave. Yeah. <laughs> like, figure you need a hand today. right at this moment. Yeah. We've I'm gonna, been I'm gonna get camping to that in here eating beans, fart sound. <laughs> Actually, no. I'm not getting back to it later. I'm getting to <laughs> yeah, it now. The point of the they message. said specifically they told us that you were trapped down here. Who? Who's they? Who told you they were trapped down there? Tex? Nobody, nobody knew they were down there. Maybe the grad students, like the ones who were in what the grad students were down there, weren't they? Oh right, the The grad students. Yeah, and they could have been like, "Oh no, they were down there." (laughs) Ah damn, Scooby Ah, gadgets. Ah, beans fart sound. (laughs) (laughs) What's scarier, dinosaurs or tired grad students? Dinosaurs depends on the motivation. Tell a grad student to go away student. and it'll start crying. <laughs> well, like, what does the grad student want? Do they want to eat my flesh? That's true. Probably not. That's true. Yeah. Um, I did feel that immediately Windsor was too sketchy. Um, yeah. Because, yeah. We talked about the... Stunt casting. Motorcycle race. Do you think the total absence of fear would give you more powers? <laughs> like, if you had the confidence that you would make the jump, the total absence of fear mean that you wouldn't hesitate and then make that jump? I don't I think guess you it might would be make less you afraid jump of pain. like, it, maybe it'll make you jump f- six feet instead of five feet, but I don't think it's going to make you jump 50 feet across a chasm. <laughs> yeah. <Okay. laughs> you know, honestly, I was kind of thinking about that um, yesterday when we were on our ride back from grandpa's house. Um, I was thinking about reflexes and how, a moment to think could cause indecision. But if you literally are see like there was that t- when I was painting my nails that one time a couple weeks ago and that box of like tools started to fall off the table and I just like reached oh. out and caught it because yeah. it was happening too fast to think about it. And that's like there are a couple moments where that's happened before in my life. Where like things happen too fast to do and like to and your think body about. Just reacts. Yeah, so you just like literally it 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 skips the cognitive part of your brain mm-hmm. and it just goes from like the sensory input to the motor output. 
you know? Yeah. One time I dropped a cup when I was a server. It was empty. Um, and then mm-hmm. I kicked it up in the air and caught it. <laughs> See? It happens too fast yeah. for, like, the thinking parts of I'm your brain to get clocked in. <laughs> so, I mean... See, that's it- what I was thinking. Like, if the total absence of fear and cognitive, like, means you just My brain do is things. like... Yeah. Like, it wouldn't work for Shaggy here, obviously, because he's sitting there and has time to think about it and plan it out, but... Like, there are things that your body can do without you really, th- like, realizing or thinking about it. But the as long physics as you don't... of jumping across a 50-foot chasm. <laughs> but, like, you remember the, they have all those those stories about women whose children are trapped under cars and the pure adrenaline means they lift the car? But that's not they can jump 50 feet in the air. <laughs> yeah, You're so no... focused on this jump thing, Maddie. <laughs> there, what if Shaggy you just gets really good at motorcycles? Nothing. No, yeah. Shaggy doesn't have a maternal instinct. Yeah. No, I think a motorcycle thing you might be able to figure out and get by intuition, but there is something physical about jumping 50 (laughs) feet across a chasm that your, like, whatever muscle density and stretch in the fibers and all that shit, you can't do it It is blasphemy to question the Lord God Shaggy Rogers and all his glorious (laughs) beings. No, this is why Fred is failing science, because it doesn't work in his world. Ooh. (laughs) Fred is the... Fred is the booby trap guy, and yeah. maybe he keeps feeling science because science keeps telling him he can't do the things that he has seen work and yes. happen. Yeah, exactly. Or standardized testing is failing America's students. Okay, continue, Katie. <laughs> you guys, what if Shaggy is a god and so Fred just sees that but thinks it's normal? <laughs> That's why. And then he does all he just... these experiments in class and then fails. He's like, oh, I'm just sorry, throw a net I don't... on it. <laughs> I don't. I don't want to interrupt uh, Katie's the notes because notes this is just going to prolong it. If we need to. Okay, so just to continue on the whole Shaggy meme. Mm-hmm. So that started in 2017 when somebody puts a Dragon Ball Super music behind the bar fight thing. Oh. That's what started it up. It it gained so much popularity that when they were making a new Mortal Kombat game, there was a petition on change.org to have Shaggy included as one of the characters <laughs> in Mortal Kombat. So much so that they got Matthew Lillard involved. Oh. Wow. <laughs> it, it didn't pan out, but it was still funny to think that at some point you might have been able to play Shaggy like pulling out Scorpio's spine. That was- <laughs> What was Matthew Lillard's like first thing he, we saw him in? Do you remember, Carrie? It probably was. Was he, was he in She's All That? Oh, Scream. I was He's literally in Scream. just Scream. thinking that. He's in Scream. Oh, okay. I've never seen Scream. He, but he's, he's in She's in All that. that. And he's in that Freddie Prince Jr. movie. Though? Is what? Oh, Scooby-Doo? Is he? No, no, he is in She's All That because he's supposed to be that like real world TV guy that <gasps> Freddie Prince Jr.'s yeah. ex-girlfriend dates. He's he's the guy on the real world, but okay, yeah, yeah, yeah. Because yeah. I remember yeah, 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 him yeah, having yeah, that yeah. necklace. Yeah, 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 yeah. But then he's in yeah, another yeah, yeah, yeah. movie with Freddie Prince Jr. where they play baseball together or something, and so I was thinking that what? might be it. I don't remember the name of it. It was Freddie Prince Jr. and Jessica Biel. Oh, he... something about Summer. Summer Catch? No. Yeah. No, because Summer Catch is the one with Jimmy Fallon and... No, 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 no. That's Drew something Barrymore? else. Like first something, base ball pitches. Uh, I don't know. 
Mostly murder, but sometimes not. I've been brought to you by Pop Culture Confusion. Pop <laughs> Culture Confusion. Kim Bassinger? No, no. Basinger? Okay, Summer Catch is a 2001 film with Freddie okay. Prince Jr. and Jessica Biel. Yeah, okay. Because I think Mark Lucas is in that, and that's what I knew him from when he showed up on Buffy. Oh. Mark Lucas? Yeah. Because he played, he, yeah, he's Riley. Well, you know, he's Riley. Uh, oh, yeah, yeah. He's Miles Dalrymple in Summer Miles Catch. Miles Oh, my Dalrymple. God, Christian Cage is in it. Who? Who? Lindsay from Angel. Oh. <gasps> and so is Wilmer Valderrama. Oh, my gosh. And Brittany Murphy. What? See, I remember the movie because I think Mark, I think it's Mark Lucas's character is attracted to bigger women. And it was the first time that was like a positive thing in a film rather than, I mean, obviously they made it a joke because it was 2001, but he didn't care. And I was like, that's cool. Yeah. And I didn't, I remember Freddie Prinze Jr. mowing a lawn and that's mostly. Yeah. On a ride, like on a riding mower. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) Anyway. What more do you have in your notes, Katie? I liked seeing a motorcycle and a dinosaur race. <laughs> that was just weird and cool. Um, the caves that they were walking through gave me very Star Trek vibes, especially that one episode of the original series where they're on the silicone planet and they have the pizza rug man. Oh, my God. <laughs> <laughs> but didn't those caves look exactly like the pizza rug caves? I mean, yeah. they just look like caves. The Horda. <laughs> I feel bad because that's a really good message and a really great episode. But the special effects of that guy as the Horda was just so, so, so bad. It was literally um, just like a human man bent over with a rug thrown over him that looked like moldy pizza. <laughs> like it looked like moldy pizza. And it looks like he was on those scooters that you have in gym class that ah. you have to like run and kneel on. He's just like wheeling around on the ground like. Uh. And it was a cool episode, but it was. Man, ugh. that would be a great Halloween costume. <laughs> I'm sure it's been done. Well, excellently star trek i would love are... to see maddie attempt it though yeah yeah anyway it's true um i didn't get the fact that one of the things that shaggy got um hypnotized to do was movie lines and then they made such a big deal out of it at the end um i felt sad that all those minds got caved in um it definitely gave me hellmouth buffy vibes at the end because they were all running away from the giant falling in ground I think it's great that Fred was so excited about a C minus because I think it's important for children to realize that grades don't always matter and C's get degrees. You can be a cool guy and not have perfect grades. You can be cool and smart and understand booby traps Where without having that? to get good grades in science class. Yeah. Um. Oh, okay. I liked the end credit song. And then my last note, I think we all need to discuss the end when they all turned into Shaggy. Yeah. Oh, God. We haven't talked about it yet, and I did not like it. I have one thing I have to I have to point out. What? So one, we're not supposed to care. But also, they're confused on who the real Shaggy is. And they're all wearing Shaggy wigs. So at some point, they all put on shaggy hair, and now they're still confused as to which one's the real... It's like reverse Among Us. They have to put on the wig. Which one of us is the real shaggy? We don't 100% know that those are all wigs, 
the only confer the only confirmed wig would be Scooby's because he is a dog. The and rest the of them could have just at the very end. And the mystery <laughs> yeah. machine at the Did end of the credits. No. Um, the mystery oh. machine was wearing a shag- was wearing shaggy hair and was like, "I don't have any arms" or something like that. <laughs> <laughs> like if you watch the credits through, which you should, because that song is banging. <laughs> it just shows. It does show up at the end. I mean, we don't know that the the other one, other people didn't like cut and dye their hair to look like Shaggy's, which would be oh, really guess. problematic. But then that just means that they looked at themselves in the mirror and was like, I'm not Shaggy anymore. I will change this body. That's not incongruous with what happens to real people. When the brain and the body don't match, you try to make the body match what the brain says. Yeah. But why does... I guess. So I guess what we can all agree with is Shaggy is a nice trans identity that we can then get behind. I mean, um, he's, he's how you shouldn't be he hypnotized into thinking you are someone. <laughs> that might yeah, be the fair. problem there. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But yeah, I didn't, I didn't like it. I thought it was too silly to end what was ultimately a great, fun movie on. Yeah. Uh, right. yeah. No, Karen? I differ. I differ there. They didn't Karen. really have a, a way to tie it up. I guess. Okay, so my notes. Um. I think I don't really know if there are any notes that we didn't go over. Like I have uh, the dinosaur, like the original, the first fake dinosaur was like going to ruin all of the science that was going on underground. I was kind of worried about that. Um, The trippy room with the hypnosis was like way too much. Like, I don't know where this guy got his funding, but he was given too much money to accomplish his <laughs> Also, means. why have that at a spot when the rest of it's very spa? It was very new I agey. Know. I feel like it was it did just actually, like new age spa. It does feel like a place you would take ayahuasca and sit in the desert and pretend that you're like really cool, yeah. but you're actually like a rich white person who is ruining the lives of the natives. And in a holograph room in the, to begin with, you know? Yeah. yeah. Um... There, like, if you think about the OG Scooby Doo, they just kind of like there are more clues. I feel like in the original cartoon than exist in this movie. Like the only clue that they really have to go by is that there are footprints that also have like lines that go by them, and then Don't they, they o- find the paint too. No, Don't they no. find glow paint. I, I think old, that's, they see that in an old movie, in like an old show, but not in this one. They overhear those two um, mining people talking about stuff. And like, that's literally all that they have. And then they're like, oh, yeah, we're going to go and throw a net over these people after we put a bunch of water in their car. I feel like now we can skip our um, stabs discussion. Because that'll do it. Well, no, because there's two mystery. There, there's technically the, two. We don't have to have a discussion. We can just give our mysteries. steps. Yeah. Like. Because the second mystery, you do get also. Are there, there are clues, clues for the second mystery? Yes. The computer Windsor. animation thing. Yes. Oh. Like, we obviously have no idea that there are crystals involved and, like, fully yeah. preserved dinosaur. <laughs> fully preserved. Like, we don't but- have the. No reason but we know yeah we that. don't have any knowledge about that we have the, uh, uh yeah i just said i wasn't surprised 
Fred is failing science because there are no rules to science in this world. <laughs> um, they, the friendly neighborhood biker gang was just out and like, hey, we'll help you with dinosaurs. Um, a hologram, a hologram cannot blow hats off of people. Um, I said, well, thanks for explaining your evil plan patiently and in detail and answering every question that is brought to you by these teenagers. I was not into it. I was not into that. Wait, which one? Stankmeyer? Spankmeyer? Yeah. Spankmeyer and Windsor were just like, they were all in that crystal cave and spent literally like five minutes. <laughs> For cave time? L- yes. Laying out all of their plans. And every time the kids had a question, they'd be like, well, here is what we thought. And here is what we planned. And here is what we wanted to do. And I was just I like, think okay. So- For me, it felt like they were trying to explain, like, they wanted it. They wanted the dinosaur to be theirs, but it was partially because of their extreme science thing. They were trying to validate. Like, we've their seen own a desires. lot of scientists do a lot of wrong things in order to, in the name of discovery. And yeah. I feel like this at least was not hurting anyone physically. It was just trying to scare people away. That's literally everything that happens in Scooby Doo. It's all about capitalism. That's true. Well, that's the point. The true evil is capitalism. Yes. Okay. Carry on, comrade. Yes. That's it. Okay. Oh. Uh, I will carry on from carrying my comrade. Um, Cheers. I said I liked how the gang was supporting Shaggy and being like, you know, we're not going to be mystery people anymore. We're going to take Shaggy to do something that's not scary. We're gonna like support him, and we can hang out and do other things, kind of thing. I like, yeah, yeah. probably the best thing. They were like, "Let's go dig up dinosaurs instead of solve crime." Yeah. Um, yeah and then fun. I was wondering if the talking GPS was a recurring thing or just this time. It was obnoxious. That's a Mac thing. That voice was, was very question. familiar. You know who it is? John DiMaggio. Yeah, John DiMaggio. Oh, that would be why. Jake the dog. And also the the first biker that we encounter. Also Bender. All right, anyway. I I said... Captain Laserbeam. Oh, Mac, by the way, is that GPS in another movie or show or anything? No, they have GPS, but it's never really like a sassy voice that the the van has. (laughs) Um, And uh, I said, how is the dinosaur possible? Because it doesn't follow the laws of physics. Um, and it's not possible. So there. Uh, I said, uh, Fred had a cool line. No reptiles mess with my friends. And what a, <laughs> what a specific stance to have. Are dinosaurs reptiles? Uh, yes. Y- Are birds yes. reptiles? <laughs> oh, uh, dinosaurs are reptiles. Uh, they are warm-blooded, but they are still uh, within that... Let's see. They're very cool. They're within that class. Cold-blooded. Kingdom AKA Final Class Order. Cool. Something genus species? I miss one. Kingdom Met. Kingdom... Kingdom Final Class Who cares? Magnum? P. Order is... Family. Family. Genus. Species. And then species, yes. Um, anyway, I said, I guess they're not going to, you know, bother with continuity with Shaggy peeing his pants. Because 
you know yeah as soon as that happens, i didn't like that he's like oh well there goes my bladder or something and i had a problem and there was a with sound that. effect there was like a dripping sound and i was like Ugh, this is bad. bad he's maybe that's an intimidation like tactic because guess what you just got your you just got your ass handed to you by a pants peer <laughs> Um, I don't think that I was very intimidating. Like ass. it was, if it was meant to intimidate, it didn't do very well. <laughs> no. Um, <laughs> Maybe it's like a, an octopus thing where he's trying to muddy yeah. the water. And the next thing I wrote is it's Windsor. Um, and then why would you have a crowbar on a motorcycle? Because you're in a gang. Just to beat people up. Like where do you put it? You wouldn't inside the middle thing. There you go. There's a storage yeah. thing. You wouldn't holster. There's a middle. Th- you can you can have lots of storage on a motorcycle depending on how cool your motorcycle. Is. Oh, I was trying to think of what the um, rich people did, the miners that was actually illegal. But I guess they kind of like did property damage to like the park. Also, they stole that dinosaur. No, they um, they borrowed it from. They sponsored yeah. that exhibit. Oh, never mind. Yeah, but then again, I guess Monsanto couldn't have just gone into Epcot and been like. Hey, we're gonna take the rocket with us for a few days. Contracts with them, but there might not be contracts between like these minor people. The the dinosaur went into the mine area, and that's private property, right? No, it's well, it's 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 public public property. It's public from the town. I think it was they used to own the silver mine, but the mine had to get shut down because there was dinosaurs. Capitalism ruined everything. Uh, yeah um anywho um i i thought at first that um the whole town got um hypnotized uh and they just didn't remember it so i thought it was that and not the hologram thing because the hologram thing i was trying to make it actually make sense because there's no (laughs) way that the hologram could go like everywhere in the town there was only one hologram so it would have made more sense for him to be like, um, I'm putting on a show here. Everybody come watch. And everybody has a shared hypnosis. So I thought that when Velma took the picture, it wasn't going to show up. And that's what the thing was going to be. And that's how they figured it out. Oh. Um, which would have I made thought that more too, sense. Actually. I actually did. Maddie, I agree. I 100% thought the town had been hypnotized for a little bit. Yeah. Like somehow. Yep. But. Um. And uh, I put crime before science is uh, Windsor's excuse for um, being a bad nope. boy. Ridiculous no human. Mm-hmm. Oh, but he didn't do fire. the crime for the love of the crime. Also, is anyone else mad at Velma for agreeing to go out with him when he gets out of jail? Yeah. He could have killed people. Yeah. Ugh, Velma. Um, I called that they, they, yeah. um, the paint stripper was going to burn the supports down, but I didn't call the dynamite part of it. Um and yeah, Indiana Jones snakes was a problem. Why um, and then snakes? I got mad that they were ruining the cave system. You know how long it takes for a stalactite to form? So, so long. long. Yes. <laughs> 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 I agree. I a hundred percent agree with you. That's why I was so sad. Yeah. It was all gone. And then yeah. a stalactite is a is a small long, price. But you to know what? I really the life of the god king Shaggy Rogers. <laughs> wow. I really hope that the town leaves the dinosaur there and as like a Stonehenge situation because it looks like every time the sun rises, it's gonna yeah, uh, that would be cool. Make a beautiful, beautiful thing. 
We know that like we know that pilot in the hundred miles. Capitalism's gonna ruin it. Hedges gonna come get it. What are those hills we went Maddie. to, Carrie? Oh, New uh, New Grange. New Grange, yeah, um, yeah, it's like that. Um, and yeah. I am done. All right, Mac, your notes. All right, cool. One. Andrea Romano again. We mentioned her back in the Batman podcast, and she's right around again. She's the voice director for this I thought I uh, recognized her name. Mm -hmm. That's why. Yeah, she's the one that Andrea from Batman was named after. Two, uh, when they went to the spa, I got real road trip vibes, and I thought of you guys. Aww. I was thinking about driving through the desert with you, too. (laughs) All right. Uh, Third note, a little bit longer one, but... I just thought there are so many different instances where, like, they just barely get out of the way after the, like, dinosaurs snap their jaws down or, like, running away from fire. And I was just thinking, that's, that is attempted murder. Yeah. Yeah. Like, if the dinosaur had hit them, they would have died. We know those were physical T-Rexes. With teeth that could penetrate a wooden board. Unless the dinosaur was aiming behind them. Like, if they just wanted to scare them and weren't trying to bite down on their physical bodies, and were like, I'm just going to snap behind them. Then I guess guilty of intimidation? Yeah, but here's the thing. They were, all the time, those people were in motion. So I know the dinosaur was always aiming at where they were and where they would have been, which would have been intentional murder. But that is entirely predicated on their continued people motion. People running. Yeah. Like, that T-Rex did not know that Shaggy Rogers would be saved by his dog. Yeah. Even if it assumed Shaggy would move, he wouldn't have. He was paralyzed with fear disease. Yeah. So they would, that is all... Including the fire-breathing one that comes up later on. Both instances are attempted murder. And they just had a chat with them afterwards. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. No bueno. Continue. All right. Uh, next note. Shaggy, you just wrecked a small business. Yeah, poor like, face. I don't know why people yeah. think that tables are cheap. Yeah. Or or screens. And we get to know he the saved a, a little. He saved a trophy. And that's it. Yeah, I felt bad for her. Although I did like that they personified her by having her have a lacrosse trophy. Next. I looked up the mining company's name, Thaumatrope. I don't know why it's important, but a Thaumatrope is one of those little paper things where if you spin it quickly, it has like a cage on one side and a bird on the other. And when you spin it, it looks like a bird in a cage. Interesting. I don't know why that's important to a mining operation. Isn't it Optical illusion. Thaumaturgy in D&D is making illusions? Is that it? Yeah, it's basically like regular ass magicians. Optical illusions. You know, like a projected dinosaur. Mm -hmm. No, theirs wasn't projected. It was just glowy with paint. There was a piece of information that would have been vital to solving this mystery that nobody was given. And that was that the mining company sponsored a dinosaur exhibit somewhere else. I thought I did something in the beginning. What's new Scooby-Doo had an episode where there was a dinosaur going after them, but they did do us the favor of showing us a like a moon excavator that did have two legs and a giant mouth. So that made sense. This one, it was literally like they had to catch the people who then had to be like, oh, we had a couple of movable robot dinosaurs lying around. Yeah. So we yeah, figured, just like why not AI borrow those? Yeah, dinosaurs that can... <laughs> 
that have yeah. the longest cables in the history had, of the world. We had and we had free moving robot dinosaurs. Yeah, follow you along mining train tracks. Yeah. All right. Next up, uh, one of the bikers looks like Stan Lee. Loved that. Oh my god! I saw that too. <laughs> and finally, so this is partially inspired by a comic that I read once about Scooby Doo. But one, just for once, I want the land speculation to actually be morally right. Like somebody would be like, "My neighborhood was about to be gentrified." So I convinced them that it was haunted so that the property values would stay down and the people who would live here could continue to live here. And I'd kind of want a sort of Orient Express type situation where the Scooby gang like solves Faro. it, realizes that the villain realizes that the villain is actually morally right and then just goes, I'm sorry, I guess you just have werewolves. Yeah. <laughs> that would this low-income neighborhood that you want to put a high-rise into just has werewolves. I'm sorry, yeah, sir. Cool I don't know what to tell like you. In old-timey times. I There's real-ass werewolves werewolf. around. <laughs> that would go against the grain of all other Scooby-Doo episodes, though, where capitalism is the real villain. I know, but, but here's the thing. Capitalism is, the capitalism is still oh, the yeah. villain. Yeah, it's yeah, just it not be. the monster. True, oh, true, yeah. true, true, true. Yeah. Okay, 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 okay. Right you'd have, like, the, pro- they you'd have the property speculator asking the gang to be like, hey, I'm trying to tear down this like majority low-income neighborhood so I can put up my high-rise, but werewolves keep terrorizing my construction crews. And then the gang's like, I guess we look after monsters. And then the cat's the one, and they're like, I live here, and I want to continue living here, and my rent will go up if they build that high rise. Mac, so, write like it. My grandma built this house, and I want to stay here. Yeah, pitch it. So, do it. Make the money. Hell yeah! I could. All I right. think it could. Do I think it, it could fly it, nowadays. Make the money, especially as a special episode. Like, I think they're a little more open to doing. Like they did that. The supernatural thing was like three or four years ago. What else? Like, they're open to exploring other things. Yeah. Okay, Mac. Yeah. Uh, that is all of my notes. So I'm just going to ask you guys first. Uh, what? Is, well, first of all, Katie, what was the PBS? Well, it is nine men, five women, and one dog who is a boy. So mm. <laughs> all the women, I'd say they were actually pretty capable. I mean, you did have they had a professor. the main gang. There's two men and two women. And then... One of the main, like, of the villains, they're both have a woman and a man in those sets. Mm -hmm. But then extra, you've got the doctor in the beginning was a man. Hoobly was a man. The whole motorcycle gang is dudes. I couldn't see a single. Like, women also like motorcycles and gangs. (laughs) So (laughs) that was a little bit sad. But it's not the worst thing we've seen. They ruined Velma. They took away all of her agency. Yeah, that was disappointing. Well, there's always more Velma. Okay, what about Stars and Stabs? Yeah. Here you start. Okay, um, I would give this one, uh, one stab. One out of ten. Wow. Yeah, because as soon as I saw there was a silver mine, I was like, okay, cool. There's silver that they people want, and they're going to make up a fake dinosaur to scare people away. And then they didn't give us any sort of clue for the crystal dinosaur, 
which makes zero physical sense and science doesn't exist in this world. So, uh, one stab. Um, stars, I would say, I'm not the target audience, so I will give them a little bit of leeway and say four stars. Ooh, wow, dang. Wow. I know, I was, I was hovering between 3.5 and 4, but because I am not the person who <laughs> wow. is supposed to be watching this, I would wow. say it four, because if I was a child, maybe this would be more interesting. Yeah. But... You know, they ruined Velma for me. They didn't understand who she was as a character. And yeah, that was pretty much it. Like there were too many like gratuitous scenes with Shaggy being brave. Yeah. And they tried for the whole Dumbo elephant piglet earmuff thing where piglet. some emblem makes you brave even though it was in you all along. Yep. And the science didn't make sense. Yeah. It was just <laughs> physics weren't a thing. So four stabs. Carrie, Scooby Doo and the Cyber Chase had a laser that put people in the game world. I don't think they're going for yeah. realism. Well, I know, Carrie. I when we get to Those are my ratings. Fun. Okay. You can't I'm, tell I'm me sorry. What I to shouldn't do. have been the first one to leap onto you. Carrie, you're you are entirely in the right to have I was going to say, my opinions are pretty similar to Carrie's opinions. I didn't really enjoy watching it that much, um, to be honest. Um, It had some funny moments that I think are more funny to talk about afterwards than were in the moment. Um, So I said like five stars, and for stabs, I said four. Wow. Well, I will say for stabs, I also said four, because I do agree that the crystal dinosaur thing was not apparent, but I didn't think it needed to be. We just needed to know that there were definitely clues that the they didn't want people further into the cave. Like he did, he tried to stop Velma. There was this whole thing about you shouldn't go down that way. There were enough clues for both things for this children's cartoon television show <laughs> for it to be a mystery. Like kids might not have put it all together they maybe have put the middle one together. The la- like, there was enough that stuff that made it a mystery for children. Okay, fine. So I I said four. In terms of the show, I would say a six. I was gonna go with a seven because I had a I did have a great time watching it, but I I again was very disappointed by Velma's treatment. It bothered me that there there was a thing was was there a thing in this where Daphne kind of like made a comment to Fred about like having a crush on him or something? Yeah, kind of. Uh there were like what, something of a something oh, crushes Fred was and like, then Daphne you got ever had really a crush? defensive. And she was like, "Oh." No. And I didn't love that cuz I don't think I feel like Daphne and Fred are like the ultimate queer crime solving team. <laughs> like that's where they they really vibe and I like I I don't like that um as an adult as a kid I was like yeah everyone should be paired off and romantically with the opposite sex yeah um because I was five and I didn't know it that's better. what you're taught <laughs> yeah you're telling me anyway so that I would and then I do want to so I dinged it because of that and I want to ding it because it was like they tried to be cool about the Native American stuff, and then they just immediately 
dropped the ball and forgot about everything. So, four and six. Mac. All right. So, my ultimate number, stabs, understandably very low. Three stabs. Partially because the concept of there being footprints and then also cable marks, but that were diffused with the stories of snakes, that I can get on board with. Mm -hmm. But also... We could not have solved this because we did not know about the dinosaur exhibit. <laughs> yeah. And then the second one was a little too obvious to solve, which was, oh, no, a ghost dinosaur is attacking the town. Coincidentally, immediately after a hologram projector was stolen from the local spa. Mm-hmm. Yes, Katie? I will say... When the rap- velociraptors started showing up, I was like, well, there's no way those are on cables. And I legitimately thought there might have been some genetic experimentation for a second. <laughs> but Yeah, fuck science. Uh, but-, <laughs> but then it turned out to be grad students, and I was like, okay, they can be feral as well. Thank you. Mm-hmm. <laughs> uh, but yeah, three stabs. As for stars, I'd actually go a little bit uh, higher with this one. I'd say seven stars. Mm-hmm. It's pretty decent. I mean, the stuff with Velma, obviously, I'm not on board with. Again, they did her dirty. But... The, uh, it is enjoyable. It's fun. You like Scooby-Doo. It's a, it's a romp. It's fun. Uh, you got to see bikers fighting dinosaurs after Shaggy beat them up and raced their leader. Kevin Michael Richardson, he he was he voiced the, the main biker, and I oh, always like his him. work. Yeah. Uh, so if everybody has gotten everything put away, everybody, if you would like to join us next week, I mustache you to watch Magnum P.I. <laughs> season three, uh, the episode titled Of Sound Mind. Uh, if you would like to send us a message, any suggestions or feedback on our podcast, you can send us an email at mostlymurder, but sometimes not at gmail.com. You could also visit us at mostlymurder, but sometimes not.com, our website, or visit us at the plethora of social media as Mostly Murder Pod. So thank you, everybody, <laughs> for joining our gang. And as always, I'm Shaggy. I was about to do Scooby Doo yell, but I'm. Sh- no! <laughs> Screw you! <laughs> Maddie Shaggy. I'm the real Shaggy. You're Googie now. <laughs> no. <laughs> no. And you watch yourself because you are one level above Scrappy. No. <laughs> Maybe All that's right. why you're so mad about Velma is because you feel Velma in your soul. Maybe. Yeah, yeah. that's what I was going to say. Velma I agree. Was... I'm definitely Velma with a, a tinge of Fred. And I'm Velma with more Daphne. A tinge of Daphne. All right. Thank you all for listening. Bye, everyone! (laughs) No! (laughs) Goodbye.